So, anyways, you want to talk about gun control? Go ahead. Yeah, let's hear what they let's hear what the politicians have to say about gun control. Here are some crazy sound bites. First of all, I want to talk about inflation. Inflation first. Here is Kamala Harris and what she has to think. This is an out of touch administration. This drives me crazy. Joe Biden and his people are supposed to be lunch bucket. I'm just a regular guy. I grew up in Scranton, Pennsylvania, like every other little kid in America. And before you play that, I'm nobody. I'm gonna say something. Um, when I was walking my kids two years, um, two years ago, before the stupid COVID crap, I'm walking them into um, high school over here. We have cameras. Oh my God, that scares me. I will not carry the gun into that school because we have cameras. Okay, so now you go with the gun control. Because no, it, gun it, control it freaking inflation. scares me. Inflation I have a gun. First. I don't carry it. And I, 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 we'll get to gun control in a second. We're going to inflation first. Go ahead. Here's Kamala Harris saying what she has to say about inflation. They're completely out of touch. These price spikes seem like they're going to be with us for a while. To address the fact that we got to deal with the fact that folks are pay, paying for gasoline <laughs> and groceries, and we have to address the fact that people are going to pay for gasoline and groceries. Don't forget oh, this big three or nose. Good God, people are going to have to pay for gasoline and groceries. We have oh, to address have you the seen fact. the gas prices? God damn it! Then Joe Biden says this. I can't hear it. I can't hear it in my headphones. I'm going to try and get to it right You're now. You're going to have to do it. Something's wrong. Yeah, something wrong. You want to get great. great. There we go. Production, I hear it. Creating a temporary spike in car prices. That's a real challenge. My administration is doing everything we can to address it. But again, these disruptions are temporary. Lumber prices are another example. They spiked early in our recovery. But in recent weeks, and here's Kamala Harris. By more than 50%. I mean, these price spikes seem like they're going to be with us for a while. We have to address the fact that we got to deal with the fact that folks are pay, paying for gas, paying for groceries, and are need solutions to it. Well, I mean, these price spikes seem like they're going to be with us for a while. We have to address the fact that we got to deal with the fact that folks are. So we have to deal with the fact that people have to buy groceries and, and gasoline. And Joe's uh, idea on uh, inflation is, don't worry, folks, our people tell us it's temporary. As our economy has come roaring back, this is some price increases. These people some are so out of touch, they have no idea what the regular person goes um, You're putting it nicely, actually. They're, they're, they, they, they have brain tumors. The data shows that most of the price increases we've seen are, were expected and are expected to be temporary. Reality is you can't flip the global economic light back on and not expect this to happen. So as demand returns, there's going to be global supply chain challenges. We've seen that in semiconductors. So there were too few products, but it wasn't my fault. I, I know. Why did, he, why did he shut the pipeline? The exhaust pipeline down? He shut it down. First thing he did. Then here's what he had to say about gasoline. Gets even better. When it comes to the gas prices, uh, we're going through an incredible transition that is taking place that, God willing, when it's over, we'll be stronger and the God world will be stronger and less reliant on fossil fuels so that's what this when is this about. is over. Kill gasoline. Make it so expensive, you're not going to want to drive a gasoline car. You're going to want to buy right, you, you, Oh, yeah. Who can afford that? And who wants it anyways? I want to put a footmark on, on the planet over here. I will want to... I will want to buy gasoline. Now, come on. Joe Biden sounds a little daft, doesn't he? Don't you think it's early stages of dementia? Uh, no, you said um, the typical signs of... Um, of stroke. Of stroke. The but way still, The way he steps. How much longer can he be president, really? Well, um, there are people that can probably manage, but he's, 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 he's been a moron for 50 years. Well, listen, listen he's, a mo he's been a moron for 50 years. Listen to who he thinks should be president. But all kidding aside, of course, President Harris is a proud... <laughs> Kamala Harris. President Harris. 
then James Clyburn, uh, a uh, elder statesman in the Democratic Party. He goes for well. You know, it's no question in my mind that Joe Biden is doing exactly what needs to be done for this great country of ours. Uh, we all know uh, that our democracy is teetering on edge. We need a Joe Biden to get us through this rough patch, and I think he's doing uh, great with that. Okay. We know that his podcast includes uh, Second. Vice President I Harris. I support her, uh, and. Uh, I'm just saying that if uh, he uh, chooses not to run again, uh, first on my list after him would be uh, Kamala Harris. What is he talking about? Kamala's time to shine. Never mind her disastrous time in office and poor handling of issues like the border. MSNBC's Joy Reid thinks you just don't know the real Kamala Harris. You don't know the real Kamala Harris. All right, I'm forgetting my lines. But, uh, here's, um, this is for you. Um, okay, um, anyways, Kamala Harris is um, as crazy as they come. Um, Joe Biden has never done anything, anything since he's been in the White House. Um, not even over there, Senate whatever he has been in politics. He's a horrible person. His son is a horrible f- person. Um, we have terrible, terrible liars. Um, we do. We have people that twist things as, as they go um, just because they can. And they have for, for a long time. Somebody, be- give me a, somebody give me a call over here. 860 860- Eight 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 two one zero one eight six zero um nine nine what is it? it um, I'm losing it nine nine six zero three zero eight. We're both um, open, but right? yeah, um, um, we are open. Uh, we have um, Steve. Um, Steve Estes. Steve Estes. Um, there we go. It's Christine calling. Hi, Christine. How are you? Hold on one second. I have, I have to turn it up the right way. Hold on one second, please. What am I do? What am I doing wrong? Can can you hear her? Um, Christine, are you there? I'm doing something wrong. Uh, Christine, yeah, she is it plugged into the board. It's not plugged in. Well, the, which one is supposed to be? This one plugged? has to be plugged in. Hold on, that Christine. One is, don't that go one's away. Bluetooth. All right, now, now I she, got you, now sweetie. Now we should be able to hear you, Christine. Can you hear us now? There you go. Hey, Christine, you're up. Okay, go ahead. All right, well, everyone thinks this is by accident by Biden company. They're mistaken. They know what they're doing. They're running our country into the ground on purpose. The only people who are stupid are the people that keep voting for these people. Well, um, Christine. Okay, so how would you solve the problem? Well, the minute he took office, he declared war on fossil fuels. Look mm-hmm. what happened. Mm-hmm. If, he, if someone in the White House could admit they made a mistake and say, gee, we were energy independent a year and a half ago, we're going to go back to those policies. Prices will drop. They'll drop exponentially overnight because the markets are going to react to it. Absolutely. But See, you, you get it. But All you he had to do was announce that it isn't how much. That's where... Poor, um, now she's gone. What was her name? The former press secretary? The oh, redhead. Oh, the redhead? The cherry yeah, head, little, the phony yeah, redhead. Little, yeah, little red lying hood. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Little red lying hood. But listen. She he, said something. I forget what she said. Okay, can I get a word in? Sure, go he ahead. He blames everything on Pudi. Yes. He never blames himself. He never blames anyone else and, working with him. And and you know he shut the the pipeline down first thing he he did, yes, and he did. so so he's putting people out of business. He's he's doing everything in his power to um just destroy this country. Oh, he's doing a damn good job so far. I know. Um, I know. How are you doing? I'm all right. I'm just frustrated with everything like this and all that. Well, what about the price 
um, the, the uh, prices of the gas and um, the um, uh, groceries. Yeah, well, uh, we're, we're driving to Florida next week to see family. Uh, Are you driving? Are you nuts? Yes. We have to take our dog. Yes, we're taking our. Yes, we're driving to Florida next week. You're driving. Yes. Um, how much is it going? I want to know how much it's it's going going to cost you. It's going to be too much. I, I hope down south will be under five dollars a gallon. I'm hoping is up here, especially if between here and DC to get gas, it's going to be over five bucks. Did you did you hear me at the beginning? I was I was trying to go get um filter uh from Middletown and my phone was not working so my um my um GPS was not working. I was crying. Oh, I, no. I was crying because I didn't know what where the hell I was. I didn't know where I was going and I never got there. So <laughs> So, but the no, listen, listen. The prices of the gasoline right now, it's freaking so frustrating. Besides, um, you know, when when things are not working, but uh, <laughs> well, you know what? And I'm sick and tired of hearing about the supply chain problem. That's another one he and his cohorts in the White House have caused on their own. And again, he blames everyone else but himself. Well, he's gonna blame everybody else. Yeah. Anyways, Christine, thank you for calling. Um, I hope you have a great trip. I hope you have a good weather, and I <laughs> hope the gasoline goes down as you go down. Thank you. Uh, have a great day. <laughs> you too. Thank you. Thanks. Thanks, Christine. Let's give them. We Neil. Now's the time to call. If you're gonna call, please don't call at the end. Call now. Um, yeah, we are going to have um, Chris, uh, um, uh, Steve Esty, who is my actually gun instructor. And he is a qualified uh, NRA gun instructor. That's actually one of the ways he makes a living. He's a retired cop. He'll be joining us soon. He is the bestest. Um, he will give you lessons if you are looking for lessons. Um, I will let him um, tell you his... Um, not not credentials, but his uh, what do you call it? Um, the business card type of thing. What is it called? Okay. Okay. I'm talking to myself. No, I'm just as ready, usual trying to get ready to play this. Um. This is Kamala Harris's theme song. Here I stand, the goddess of desire, set men on fire. I have this power. Come on, noon and night, it's drink and dancing, some quick romancing, and then a shower. <laughs> Stage door Johnny's constantly surround me. They always hound me with one request. Who can satisfy their lustful habits? I'm not a rabbit. I need some rest. rest. <laughs> That's, um, by the way, Blazing Saddles. I'm tired, sick, and, and tired, tired of love. I've had my fill of love from below. And above Okay Tired Tired of being admired Tired of love uninspired Let's face it, I'm tired I've been with Mel Brooks Blazing Saddles If you didn't see it They promised the moon They always And all too and soon. Too soon. <laughs> I feel I'm tired. Tired of playing the game. Ain't it a crying shame? I'm so tired. God damn it, I'm excited. 
Hello, cowboy. Oh, come on, guys. What's your name? Tax, ma'am. Tax, ma'am? Sorry, Tell me, tax, ma'am. <laughs> Are you in show business? Uh, no. Well, then why don't you get your friggin' feet up? <laughs> <laughs> Um, what is that? My my alarm I had to make sure I show Oh up. your pills. My pills, yeah. I'll go get your pills. Anyways, um you guys if you didn't see the movie, um you gotta watch it multiple times. It's my because con. it's a um it's um Mel Gibbs, Mel um Mel um what's his name? Mel Mel Brooks. Mel Brooks. Um and it's uh Blazing Saddles. And if you haven't seen it, you gotta see it. See it multiple times because it has so many lines <clears throat> that you have to catch up with. It's amazing. All right. Okay. Um, you can go get my pills. Yes, sir. Not my pills or my vitamins. Yes, sir. We have a way of looking at them right now. But when you think about all the people who are pushing Kamala Harrison, honestly, what has Kamala done? She's all she's done is blow up the border. He's been ineffective on border control, that's for sure. And uh, she's uh, Harris is the woman who uh, described uh, Ukraine in in the craziest of fashions. Well, Let's see if I can find it, Harris. Harris, Ukraine. I have another question for you. Yep. Guys, um, Jim didn't want to talk about it. Um, you go play it, but um, let me find this first. Monkeypox. What do you think about that? Here's my here's here's Kamala Harris. This is the woman they want to be president. So Ukraine is a country in Europe. It exists next to another country called Russia. We campaign with the plan. Uppercase T, uppercase P, the plan. Do you plan to visit the border? Uh, um, not today. <laughs> you plan on visiting the border? Um, not today. So Ukraine is a country in Europe, and it exists next to a big country called Europe, Russia, Russia. also in Europe. But you forget the... <laughs> But that's a woman that they want to be president of the United States, honestly. And, and James Claiborne came out and said that's who he's, he's got her back. If I can find that, but I can't right now. All right, anyways, uh, if anybody... I can't hear myself. Can I hear my... Oh, I hear myself now. But if anybody wants to talk about the monkeypox, just curious. There are plenty of things to talk about b- besides the uh, gas, pl- uh, the um, inflation, the gas prices, um, and gun control. We're going the to gun get control. Into it. How how the hell are you going to control guns? I I already said um, walking my kids to school, seeing that they have cameras. Um, you have cops standing in front of the class uh, classroom. <clears throat> Full of kids that all got murdered. Um, okay, so how is the gun control going to fix that? Somebody tell me. And um, certainly Chris Murphy on gun control, his ideas. Here's what they proposed. They proposed, actually the current bill that has that bipartisan gun- support has proposed nothing. That guns are scary? Uh, no, it, it hasn't proposed anything. Finnegan, you got to move out of here. I'm on live radio. Finky. Finky, you got to move. Yeah, he's that, scared. What is he afraid of? I don't know. Okay. Finnegan. He, just let him let him be. Okay, I'll let him be. I got a huge dog right here at my feet trying to squeeze in under the table. He'll end up pulling the cable out. He's getting old. Anyways, he's afraid it's a thunderstorm or something that's coming. Well, I don't know what it is, but it can continue about uh, what's no, his name? Gun control. See, Vestes is going to join us for a couple sound bites that I wanted to play to set him up. There you are. Hey, buddy. Okay, this way. Go. 
Come this way. Come on. There we go. You got it. That's um, that's my um. He's what? Uh, fifteen, I think. And he starts um tap dancing um around five o'clock in the morning, and then every so hour. Explain what you mean by tap dancing. Um. Well, he's got nails, and he just comes in and he just tap dancing, and wakes me up. Every little sound wakes me up. And I'm not very pleasant in the morning, so. <laughs> You're not. Shut up. Um. So I have. <laughs> I have to unhook my feet here. The paralyzed one from the regular one. I um. Anyways, um. Somebody help me out over here. I was talking about the um, monkeypox. That um is kind of interesting to me. That all of a sudden we have people coming in with um, new disease from certain part of the world, <laughs> and you seen pictures of people that are coming in with the disease. The disease. Um, they are suggesting um, the um, what is it CDC? Yep. Uh, suggesting that we are. We would vac vaccinate our little ones with something that don't we don't even know if it works. Doesn't seem to. All those people had repeated um, COVID. They had they had it repeatedly, even after had they had boosters, whatever you want to name it. But um, so all of a sudden we have people coming in here, being spread out around the country, you saw pictures of people that are bringing it in. Um, it This is not racist. This is just fact. I have not seen um, light-colored skin person having it. Um, you have people... From Africa. Th that are bringing it from Africa, and it has been suggested... It's yeah, we don't have to get into this. I will get into it. Why do you want to get into it? Because I am going to get into it. Why? The because why. I am Jane. Uh, it was suggested that uh, they have been uh, having sex with monkeys. Okay? It's only been a suggestion. It's no, a, nobody's proven this. Uh, That's how they thought they, AIDS was spread, too. They did not disapprove it either. But I'm telling you... They're telling us to uh, vaccinate our children against something that came from China. See what happens. Uh, Don't tap take the your table. pills. Don't tap the table. Take your pills. Um, it has been suggested that we are we would be vaccinating our children while there are people coming across the border without any proof of any vaccination with all sorts of diseases. Um, so that's why I'm bringing it up. Why is it why is it wrong to bring it up? Please. It's disgusting. I'm sorry. To think that that's how um, monkeypox um, got started when there's no proof of it. That somebody had sex with a monkey. Okay, so why would I have my child vaccinated against something that supposedly came out of China um, from um, a bat? Did they have sex with the bat or did they just eat it? What's the difference? People are disgusting. Yes, people are disgusting. So um, I just just give me a break. Wh why am I wrong? I will not vaccinate my children with something that does not seem to be um, doing what it's supposed to be doing. Is it? Okay, you keep clicking. I'm just still looking for this one video. That Somebody give me a call and talk to me because I am talking to myself and I sound like a lunatic as usual. Um, no, I'm not going to. I'm not going to vaccinate my children. They wanted me to vaccinate my children when they were preemies. I have twins. 
they were preemies and they wanted me to vaccinate them in a hospital for hepatitis A. How would they get it? <clears throat> I'm losing my voice as usual. <laughs> Somebody help me out. Um, no, do you I'm understand? I'm not able to find these bites, unfortunately. Um, okay. Because I don't remember where I put them. Anyways, um, when you are talking to medical professionals, um, you are hoping for some kind of a guidance, right? You're hoping for some kind of a... Um, yeah. Um, somebody to confirm I belief or disbelief. But you don't, you don't get it. I was... Is it rare disease was caused by the monkeypox? I know, I know Linda, but um, the the um doctor that is usually on um Fox News suggested what I said, and unfortunately, how else would you get those things? Um, and you've seen. Um, it looks very painful. I cannot even imagine. By the way, um, I got um, none of anybody's business, but I'm going to make it public. I got uh, Johnson & Johnson um, for the uh, virus because I thought I would have to go check because my, um, my mom contracted it. So I wanted to tr be able to travel. Then I got... Um, then they tetanus. dropped that requirement. Then I got the, then I got tetanus, um, but I didn't know it was mixed with the um, what's the cough disease? Um, what disease? Um, the cough disease. Um, oh, mad cow disease. I'm a mad cow. Oh, no, it's a cough disease. Okay, never mind. So, so it, what disease? Forget it. Um, it was a cocktail. Do you know what cocktail is? It's mixed. It's not just simple um, uh, vaccination. And then I got the, um, what was the third one I got? And I'm losing it because I got three vaccines back to back. And I'm totally losing it. Um, it was the, um, it's related to the monkey disease. The hell is it? Somebody help me out. Um, oh, Ebola. What? Ebo Ebola. Why would I get Ebola? It's no, it's the uh, thing that you get, you know. Oh, um, measles. Oh, yeah. you got the uh, zoster virus for shingles. So I got the shingles, and I have been... Well, you didn't get shingles, but you got the vaccine. I got it. the vaccine, and I have been down. I have been down for um, several weeks. And they wanted me to get a booster. Yeah, okay. Now I'm going to go for that. Besides um, the huge bruise that I got, and um, I could not get out of bed. There are... Um, I guess you have to space out the vaccines if you want to get them. Um, I certainly, obviously, am sensitive, and I would not do that. Anyways, are you going to say anything, or are you going yeah, to just click? I'm just going to keep looking for that sound bite. And then just it. keep looking for it. I'm done talking. Uh, we can call up Steve now. Yeah, Steve, call and get on to gun control. I meant to do that anyway. You can talk about the protesters in front of the uh, houses of the judges um, that are illegal. It's absolutely illegal and scary. Um, by the way, last year, and Steve is yeah, going to... Do you to, feel it's a First Amendment right or not? Whatever. Steve is going to um, make fun of me um, because we called him... Um, I have, we have a long driveway and we have big can you lawn. Plug this for me? We, can this I finish that. talking? Now that I'm talking, we have a big lawn, long driveway. Has to go all the way down to the, to, to the front door. There I had go. half a bunny, half 
of a bunny in right in front of the door. Um, how would that happen? Uh, joining us soon, hopefully, will be Steve Esty, who's a certified NRA gun instructor. Get his opinion on some of the gun control legislation that's going through. Might be too early. Jim. Steve, do we call you too early? Nope. <clears throat> I, to be honest with you, yeah. I forgot to set my alarm. I forgot to set my alarm to tell me that you were calling me, so I totally spaced out. So, yeah, we're good. Okay, Steve, joining us on the hotline right now is retired police officer Steve Esty and certified NRA gun instructor. The Not best, that, best, but he's a great gun instructor, and his services are available. All they have to do is look up what, Steve, to get your number. So we can uh, do a little email, bit for it. <clears throat> Email me at bullybreedtraining at gmail.com. Oh, so, bully breed. Bully breed training. Bully huh? breed. Yep. Bully breed. How's training. Lily? Think of the dog. How's Lily? Lily's his dog. Uh, Lily's gone, remember? That's oh, right. I, <laughs> no, I forgot. I'm so sorry. Have you replaced, have you replaced yep. Lily with a new bulldog? Nope, not yet. It's going to happen, though, but I'll find the right one. I'm looking for just the right one. Okay, um, I'm so sorry. I'm, I, 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 I do forget. Yep. I'm so sorry. Yep. Yep. Nope. She's gone. Unfortunately, the cancer got to her. But anyway, I'll find another one. Uh, anyway, so, Steve, um, I can't find the soundbite that I was going to play for you, but you read the article about what Senator Chris Murphy is proposing. The uh, bipartisan there is a bipartisan piece of legislation right now in the Senate that apparently Republicans are are agreeing to to. What you're feeling on it, Steve, doesn't seem like there's much there there. I'm a little disgusted. Um, a little? That, well, the, the you, Republicans should have held the line. Um, what do you hate the most this, in this bill? This, this is, this is going to come back to bite them, I think, politically. Um, even somebody as popular as John Cornyn in Texas, this, this is going to hurt him. Um, so there's problem one. So, one of my issues with this is the red flag law. Um, That's my biggest issue is the red flag law. Explain so, to our audience what the red flag law is. Okay. So kind of in a nutshell, the red flag law allows people to make complaints and then have guns seized from people um, in different kinds of circumstances. So here's where things get fuzzy. And I, it's funny, I called in the, the morning show the other day to try to explain this. In Connecticut, we have what's called um, the risk warrant. So we've had it for a long time and it actually works in Connecticut. So all you pro-gun people, don't get mad at me. Um, as a lieutenant where I was before, I actually used it and it, it literally saved lives. However, here's how it works in Connecticut. In Connecticut, you need um, a police officer, number one, under uh, 17A503, the statute that allows us to have the power to commit somebody to a psychiatric facility. That has to happen. So that is the first step. So that means that person has exhibited in some clear, absolutely unmistakable form, a desire to hurt themselves or others. Don't okay. Come, don't come to this house, please. <laughs> well, I'm just saying. So, no, I'm, know, I'm, just, said, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. So, so again, so they, they say, they, say they want to kill themselves. What? So, I, I'm, I'm, so here's where things get funky, Jim. That's what I'm trying to differentiate. So, we have the the risk warning in Connecticut, and that allows you to, uh, you know, police officer to commit somebody to a psychiatric facility so that they can be uh, seen by a, a psychiatrist to see whether they're at risk themselves or others. Then. If that person owns firearms, it allows the police to grab those firearms because this person has already said they are a threat to themselves or others. Then the police have to get a search warrant. So basically, we take the guns first. And I know this sounds ridiculous. It sounds like it kind of goes against due process. You confiscate but we guns. And we it's can't a, let the gun. And it's a process. So it's let it's the a guns. process, but it's a process too. It, it, it seems it like it, it, it takes... Um, it, it, you would have to have probably some witnesses or, um, it's, it's, it's so, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So let me just finish say how it works. Go ahead. So we take the guns. Then immediately you have to apply for a, a search warrant for your own records or evidence room. And I know it sounds ridiculous. That's how it works. 
So now it takes two police officers to swear that this person is a danger to themselves and that they've taken the guns for that person's well-being. Then a judge issues that warrant. So basically, it is a very due process process. And then that person has a 10 days to have a hearing. So you have to give that person within 10 days a hearing to explain to a judge why they should get their guns back or maybe why they shouldn't get their guns back. So real life story here. As a lieutenant, we use this and we literally save somebody's life. And I had that individual call me about six months into the time because they weren't going to get their guns back for a year. First, I had his wife call me. She's a retired police officer. And she said, look, Steve, she goes, I am so thankful that you guys came and took this, my husband's guns. He was going to kill himself. And now he does not have the tools to do it. I said, okay, fine. Within a couple more months, he called me and said, you know what? I was angry at first, but what you guys did, you saved my life. You took away my tools and I'm now in therapy. And when I get my guns back, I'm going to be totally squared away. And at the one year mark, when he got his guns back, he they came him. in and thanked me. No, no, no. They came in and thanked me. Oh, so, really? um, it works in the right instance. So that's how Connecticut's law works. What they are proposing on the federal level is totally different from that. What they're proposing is that your brother-in-law and your neighbor can get together, go to a judge, skirt law enforcement and say, yeah, Jim and Jane are crazy. They don't need to have guns. And this is why I think. So that is totally what is wrong with this whole red flag law thing. It skirts law enforcement. So you don't have impartial people doing professional job with some training. You've got your neighbor and your brother-in-law. You've got other people who may be, um, have an ax to grind. And the biggest problem with these red flag laws are there is no, um, comeback for a person who's been victimized. So if you don't get along with your neighbor and your brother-in-law and they go to a judge on a, on a, on a ex parte order in a civil court and say, yeah, he doesn't deserve to have guns because we think he's going to hurt himself. There's no recourse. Like they don't build into these laws that, you know what? No, anybody who lies on these, it's going to go to jail for five years because you violated somebody's second amendment rights and their fourth amendment rights because you're taking away both of those. All right, so Steve. There's my, there's my problem with these red flag laws. Yep. Go ahead. But I have a question. But there's nothing yep. else in this bill. Uh, this bill is absolutely meaningless. All this it, is, it is, doesn't do it's, anything. It's just what Chris Murphy says here. Listen to this. What are we doing? Ugh. He's after a shooter walked into a grocery store to um, gun down African-American patrons. We have another Sandy Hook on our hands. What are so we doing? Here's my other... Okay, so he's saying, what are we doing? Essentially do something. Doesn't matter you're farting in your diaper. That's what anyway. you're doing. So in other right. words, that's my problem with that is Murphy wants anything passed as long as he can say something passed. Right, because it's political posturing. Mm -hmm. um, so in this bill, is this the one where they say 18-year-olds can no longer buy AR-15? Yep. Actually, that the one that they wanted to say that, but it doesn't contain it, I don't think. Uh, I think it, it continues on past that one. It oh, is, so that got knocked out? No, there's nothing in it so far. We don't know. It hasn't been written. Let's assume it'll be written into it. What's your problem with that, Steve? Okay, so here's my problem with that. It's, it's multiple. So number one, we ask 18 year olds to go to war mm -hmm. and make decisions in combat zones um, that are life and death. And we don't trust them to buy an AR-15 on our own American soil. I got a real problem with that. There's number one. Problem number two is this. If 18 year olds aren't mature enough to be able to buy an AR-15, how are they mature enough to vote and decide the leader of our country and who their representatives in the federal government are going to be. How are they local mature government. enough to go to war? Well, that work too. With, work with other soldiers. So, so there's lots of questions to be answered here if they decide to take away 18-year-olds' rights to own AF-15. Um, they better change lots of other things if that's what they're going to do because it shows the pure hypocrisy of this bill. Yeah, what is it going to do? Anyways, I had a question for you. Let's, let's just yep. uh, swing away from this. Um, what about the uh, Texas massacre? Um, what do you think about that? The cops standing there for an hour 
kids being shot. So, I'm still trying to get more information on that, so I'm I'm being careful what I say about that. No, one I know, I get it, I get it, because they were probably ordered not to do things. But um, if you if you if you had a kid in that classroom, can you imagine? No, no, I, I like. The border patrol guy that went in and took matters into his own hand, borrowed his barber's rifle exactly. and went in and rescued people. Exactly. That's awesome. Exactly. The mother that literally ran by the police line and ran in and rescued her daughter. I think that's awesome. Um, I'm just holding judgment right now because there's oh, no, still so not, much conflicting yeah, I'm information. Not, I'm, we don't, I'm not judging. I'm, listen, I'm not judging cops. I, I, I you, you always had a. Tough I will. No, well, I would have to, like you said, you would have to have more information. Yes. So um, I absolutely will judge them once I get more information. Um, but how how do you get the information? Well, that's just it. I, I, it's all so sketchy. It's all coming in piecemeal. Um, I, I don't like any of it. Um, so if in fact, let, let's just say hypothetically speaking, if in fact they did stand down for an hour mm -hmm. and somebody ordered them to do it. That mm -hmm. somebody should be fired for that. Absolutely. No questions asked. Yeah. Um, Especially when you hear gunshots going off, right? But, but they're still, they're, yeah. they're still dead. So now I'm trying to explain to my kids what to do. If, if yes. possibly something like that comes down, what do you do? What, Steve? what do you, what, what what do, this, I mean, I don't even what know. What do girl do, Steve? Well, We're talking so, old boy. okay. So now we start talking about the whole run, hide, fight thing. And I'm a big proponent of teaching kids and especially teenagers. Um, you know, I know these weren't teenagers, but, you know, people who can really think about They were putting little up, kids. They were little kids. These were little kids. I know. I know. And that's, that's what's really the problem with this one is they were all young. Mm -hmm. But even if they were older, um, I'm a huge fan of fire extinguishers. Fire what? extinguishers. Make what? It, fire extinguishers. What is oh every, fire oh yeah oh, oh yeah you can use that fire extinguishers every school you're a fan has of fighting of back fire no, geez, yes. yeah you can you can use that you can blind the yes. you know you yes. want you want you want twelve year old kids to fight back the, you the, absolutely well the problem well you would have to somehow teach them to um, defend themselves I I I don't know if I'm capable of doing that I don't know where to take them to so do that. Steve, I have one last soundbite I have to play for you. Here's what they're doing okay. in New Jersey following the school shooting in Texas. Now, New Jersey, as you can imagine, with the liberal governor Murphy, they're overreacting as always. Here's the governor. Here's what he had to say. The corner of Chestnut and Wewana. And I watched, because you caught the light, moms literally holding their child's hands. And I watched a young mom kiss her probably or a possessor of firearms, all we ask is that you register those firearms in this state. They want to, no. every firearm in the state to be registered with the state, Steve. What difference what would it be make? your objection to that? I know what my objection is. They want to... Well, A, it's illegal in the United States. You can't, you can't register firearms. Connecticut technically has a de facto one because... They track all sales, and they call it tracking sales, but I got a problem with it. Even as a cop, I got a problem with it um, because it's that classic thing. The knock on your door in the middle of the night when a government comes searching for something that they have records of, um, that's very problematic. Then there was this line that I thought was pretty interesting. Let's see. All my colleagues from coming down and supporting you today. Thank you. For Roots Movement of American... Listen, say when is enough enough? When will we take the actions we need to to get the change we deserve? Once um, again. Anyway, uh, Steve, one of the things they want to ban is they said cop killing. Uh, essentially, they, and he did. He called them cop killing hollow point bullets. They want to ban hollow point bullets in New Jersey because they say they're nothing but cop killing them. But we, you and I, both know that hollow point bullets are not are not for that at all. And explain to my audience why you would use a hollow point bill in your hollow point bullet in your well, in your in your gun at home. Especially at to all. be truthful, 
hollow point bullets are safer. Um, Thank you. Full metal jacket bullets um, actually travel through bodies. Hollow points are designed to stop in a body. So, so why a full metal why jacket bullet. Why are they safer? Let him finish. Because if, okay, if somebody breaks into your home and they're attacking you, you want those rounds that you fired at them to stop in that body. You don't want them to travel, potentially travel through and injure other people downrange. And that's what hollow points are designed to do. They're designed to stay in a body and provide, you know, stopping power so within that not, body. They're not cop killing ammo. No, they're not. Yes. As a matter of fact, Jim, um, since the vast majority of police officers now are wearing body armor, full metal jacket bullets are actually more dangerous against body armor than hollow points. Because the hollow point will flatten out instead of going through the uh, vest, the, uh, yes. correct? Yes. As long as, as long as design parameters are kept in play with the vest, you're absolutely right. But full metal jacket bullets are the ones you've got to worry about for that. But yep. even if you don't have a vest, um, it, it, it's going to stop somewhere at some point, right? It's not going to disperse anything yeah. that is inside other bullets. I don't understand what you're saying, Jane. No, um, if you have a hollow po point, you don't have stuff inside of the bullet. So if it goes inside the body, even if it goes inside the body, it's um some it it's not going to disperse anything, like um. Oh, she's saying it won't shatter like a It's not going to sh yeah. It's not going to no, but it'll flatten out and do more organ damage. Yeah, and that's what it's designed to do. It's designed to penetrate and and widen and stop and and stop that threat within that body. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Uh, anyway, let's see if I have a queued up to the governor now. Of the murders in Buffalo. The scripture is clear. James chapter 2, verse 17. Faith without works is dead. Thoughts and prayers are worthless. Action. I'm sorry, I don't have the bike here up. I apologize. Well, actually, uh, yeah, you gotta go. Um, you gotta go, right? No, no, no. I, I was gonna say, I'm kind of appalled. Was he using a Bible verse to talk about oh, yeah. denying, oh my God. Gun control. Yeah, denying people's rights? Yeah. Yes. Oh, that's that's, that's absolutely horrible. Disp despicable. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yep. Um. Um. That's your. Um. Where is he from? New Jersey. Cal New Jersey. Oh, that's the New Jersey oh. jackass. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Well. Anyways. Um. I, um, okay, Jim, do you have anything else? Um, no, I'm, all, I'm all set. Um, okay. Stephen? Yep. Thank you so much. Steve, thank you for joining us. Yeah. Steve S. Yeah. Wait a second, the name of your company again so people can get I'll hold say of it you. again. You have a website? Bully Breed Training. Bully Breed Training. I don't have a website. You can email me at bullybreedtraining at gmail.com. So B U L L Y B R E E D training all one word at gmail.com um or you can find me on facebook uh facebook bully breed training and um he is the best he is he is the bestest i have he's to say trainer. um he's, he's a, trained jane he's, he's been jane's gun trainer and um he's actually helped me as well set up our safes here in the house and i i hope you get a new poopy soon um, oh, don't worry. I'm going to. When I do, you guys will know. <laughs> I, I hope so because um, I loved Lily. She was the best. She was um, she was a pit bull. She was the most sweetest dog. Yeah, she was. She was. Um, so, anyways, um, say hi to your mom, who I never met. But um, thank you so much. All right, we'll see you guys later. Thanks, Steve. We have time for some phone calls, don't we? If you want, but um, oh, the yeah, battery's got well, low on this. Can you, can you plug this in? Well, you unplugged it. Anyways, no I can't believe Lily. I forgot Lily's gone. Uh, you didn't take all your pills. Sorry. But um, Steve's um dog was a um, white spotted um pit bull, 
and she was the bestest. She was so sweet. Oh my god, I cannot believe she's gone. We have time for phone calls on either Biden and Harris or gun control or any topic that's on your mind right now. Um, if you want to give out the numbers one, one more time, uh, board control, inflation. Um, I'm going Name to go it. watch the five. But um. But we do have time for calls. Um, Steve is the best. I'm I'm telling you, you guys, if you want to get um, gun training, if you want to get trained by a pro, he is the best. Don Pesci's in the audience. Somebody should try and Don. You can call in if you'd like. Don, give us a call on one of the uh, on the show line, and we'd be glad to put you on the air. I didn't know you're in the audience, or I would have had you call in. Hey, Don, um, thank you for joining us today. Oh, come on. Let's get it done. Okay. Let me, time um, to play my closing I, I music. I say, um, if, if you want to get gun training. Steve is the guy. And if you want to talk to somebody. And for. And, and, uh, about guns or about. Any, any and the best thing. Or anything like that, that's Steve. And uh, Don And as far as inflation is, inflation is concerned. Biden and Harris are just whistling past the graveyard. And as far as Harris taking over for Biden, that's insanity. Really, the woman has proved to be nothing less than incompetent and everything she has done at the White House. What are you talking about? <laughs> exactly. Remember, this is the woman who said that poor people in the country can't get, can't get IDs because they don't have kinkos for... They don't. They don't have kinkos in the country. They don't know anything, anything about it. All right, I have to get the girls ready. Okay, you can go, and I'll close it out. I'm just like. Well, I won't back down. No, I won't. And we won't back, back down. down. Always stand for a smaller, cleaner, less intrusive government, as I have for years on radio. But I won't. And I won't quit until until I converted every person in the state. No, until I've converted everybody in the state. Rush Limbaugh used to say that. Until they bury me, then I'll quit. I'll never quit. So the podcast will be here every Wednesday at 4 o'clock. Thank you, everybody, for joining us.